0: Free-for-all, round one coming your way in the next half hour. On the panel today, Patrick Harris, political campaign manager, Sabrina Nanji from Queens Park Observer, and John Burnside, Toronto City Councilor and TTC Chair. We've talked with him on numerous occasions about security. We'll definitely talk with him and the other panelists about these latest figures. And I think the important question is you know, what faith can we put in these figures? Are they actually meaningful? And how do we compare them to what was going on in the greater community? I mean, this this only accounts for violence on the TTC. Speaking of violence in our community, I think the most shocking incident was the murder of a stranger, a 16-year-old boy just sitting on a bench with a friend on a Saturday night. And a guy who seems to have had a long list of legal clashes and potentially mental illness is the man accused of killing him. We're joined right now by Steve Jordan. Steve is a um, psychology professor at University of Toronto Scarborough. It's nice to have you. Good morning, Professor. Great to be with you this morning. Is it, you know, just, I mean, it's so far anecdotal from everybody just talking about it, because I don't know that we have hard mm-hmm. figures to tell us that there's some sort of a generalized mental health panic out there, but is there is there something going on in our city? Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, there's been something going on for <laughs> three plus years. Um, the pandemic really has all of us um, experiencing chronic stress. So we've experienced it as we never have. And stress is very often a trigger for various mental illnesses. And so it's not uh, typically surprising that we see so much violence, that we see so much of this stuff going on, because a lot of people have what we call their fight-flight system primed um, by all of the stress they've been under. So not really surprising we're seeing stuff like this
0: happening. Okay. Um, I usually ask the question, what's the fix? But I don't know if Mm. there is a quick fix for this.
1: Well, so you said, what's the fix and what's the quick fix? And okay. Those two things are, are, are different. Um, I mean, part of it is just as we come out of things and we start to feel comfortable again, of course, we've got all these challenges in our lives between, you know, climate crisis and everything. So it's hard to get back to that feeling of no stress. Um, but, th- but I think there are things, you know, when we talk about specific cases like this, um, of individuals doing kind of random violence to somebody else, Typically there, I think there's a fix that isn't talked about enough, and it's not a quick fix, but it's really this, um, we talk about mental health issues, and quite often it's social connection issues. The people that do these sorts of things at some point in their history became social isolates, uh, and people knew they were social isolates. Their classmates knew, their teachers knew, uh, but we don't really do a lot to step in at a young age to try to kind of bring somebody back Um, to society when they start to drift away. And, you know, that's the one thing I think we could do a better job. We could be teaching mental health better in schools, and we could be looking out for those people who are struggling at a young age and trying to reintegrate them. And I think that could do a a big help down the road.
0: Now, we're kind of having two conversations here because in one category, we're talking about somebody with actual mental health problems. Yes. Um, and possibly a diagnosable disorder who kills somebody they don't know. Then there's Mm -hmm. the greater community, where as you said, everybody's completely stressed out and it's the hangover from COVID.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so we're seeing things like, you know, more arguments and more just general uncivility in society at large. And that's all of us chronically stressed out. But yeah, we're also seeing that stress trigger certain people. Um, and, and then we get these really extreme acts that, that scare the heck out of us, people who are already stressed out.
0: Now, is this something you're quantifying as a research scientist that, you know, one day we are going to know, oh my goodness, you know, depression went up by 18%. Um, divorce, whatever, all these other aspects in life. Is that something we're going to document?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's certainly different people. So so in my world, we're looking a lot at anxiety and social anxiety uh, and how that's changing. But certainly across the community of psychologists, people are studying all sorts of things. Uh, we know that a lot of violence has gone up over the last few years. And yeah, it is getting to a point of, of quantifying these things and trying to find, I think, better. What we call upstream approaches better ways of helping people be prepared for the stresses you know before it triggers some some sort of disorder uh and so i see i see more emphasis on prevention and i hope that grows i really hope to see some of that come into the school that we teach our our young children just what anxiety is because it's very simple um, and then give them some strategies and tips for how to how to actually manage it because that's quite possible as well thank
0: you for this it's really interesting chatting with you this morning Thank you and have a great day. Steve Jordans is a psychology professor at the University of Toronto, Scarborough.